Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 268 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook. Also, the podcast is always available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also available on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love sharing reviews. I love reading them and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. There'll be a bonus episode this month over at Patreon, patreon.com slash KMF podcast. All the other bonus episodes are there as well. If you want to catch up, that's patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is dropping new flavors, the best protein bar on the market. Check it out, BuiltBar.com. Use code Podcast. Save yourself 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee, the best nitro brew out there. I absolutely love this stuff. Uh, Long Island Company, so of course I got to get behind it, but they ship all over the country. Check them out, SailAwayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. I will be at... Me and You Restaurant, this Thursday, March 16th. Me and You and Beth Page, Long Island. I'll be with John Ziegler uh, doing a little comedy. So if you're on Long Island, Beth Page, New York, Me and You Restaurant, um, you got to Google it, give them a call. They'll tell you all the details. Tickets, it's tickets and dinner. I'm not going to get involved in all that. I'm just going to be performing. So check it out. John Ziegler be there as well. Give him a follow over at John Ziegler Comedy. There's a link in his bio for his full-length comedy special, John Ziegler, Getting My Affairs in Order. Check that out. And without further ado, I'm very excited to announce my guest today. Kim is here. Kim, welcome. Round of applause. Round of applause. Kim Thank never you. gives up on Instagram. That's where you follow Kim if you're not following her already. And I'm very honored and happy that you decided to uh, come down and, and be a guest on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know you walked through 17 backyards to get here. <laughs> I did. I walked into two backyards of people that I didn't know. And I called Anthony freaking out. Yes, I did. It's like, there's a per- red pergola. I'm like, where, where are you? She's like, name it. There's like a fireplace. I'm like, what? what? She goes, there's, a, there's a house. <laughs> but I made it to the studio. I'm here four years later. This is my second appearance. Almost four years to the day. That's kind of freaky. I didn't even know that. So March 18th was the first of uh, 2019 was the first time you were on the podcast. Um, I had met you that summer at the beach meetup. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you came on the podcast and the rest was history. I know. And then you're stuck with me now. That's it. You couldn't I, get rid of me. No. Uh, the one I couldn't get rid of. That's it. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> can we tell the people about the beach meetup story? Like, do they yes, know how they know, we met? They know it, but they, you can tell the story. They, they like hearing it over and over again. Okay. Yes. So this is how I met Comic Anthony D. And I always... I can't just call him Anthony D. Well, no. first of all, he's my bro. I call him bro, but yes. I always refer to him as Comic Anthony D. So we had this beach meetup. We were all in this Weight Watchers community, and we decided to have like a Long Island get up, get together meetup, <clears throat> and we decided to have it at a beach. So everybody signs up. You know, it's all planned. It's all ready. And Anthony signs up thinking there's going to be, I guess, other men there. I think he missed the memo that it was just a lot of women, or I don't know. Why did you think there was going to be other men there? Because it never said it's just women. It was a <laughs> weight. It was a WW beach meetup. Yeah, I'm he's like, right. I'm like, oh, cool. Because you know what happened was my my sister in law started doing WW, and she gave me a bunch of people to follow. And this is when I saw the beach meetup. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll go. And then like everybody was like, yeah, awesome that you're coming. 
So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I didn't know I'd be the only guy. And then like, yes. I'm in the group message. And then like, I think I'm the only guy going to this thing. Yes. And so, so we're all on the beach. You know, we all got our our, our umbrellas and our chairs. And all, all of a sudden, you look down and you see Anthony walking with his cooler and his whatever else you had. My chair. My his cooler chair. and his chair. Like, it was just so, like, heartwarming that he came to, like, a beach meetup of all these Weight Watchers women. And it was just, like, instant love. I was like, this guy has the, you know, kuyans to come yeah. to this beach meetup. I almost didn't go. And as I'm walking to it, I've never been more, like, nervous before. Like, I'm walking, I'm like, oh, God. And like, everybody's in the group already. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, everybody's there. Everybody got there early. I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And then everybody, you know, they made room and I sat there and the rest was history. That's so funny. And then was I nice to you? I don't even remember. You were very nice to me. It was the last time you were nice to me. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> the last time you were voluntarily nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, no, you were very nice. Everybody was very nice. That was the thing. Everybody was very welcoming um, and nice and made me feel very comfortable right off the bat. Which, you know, being the only guy there, I was very uncomfortable. But, you know, then I thought to myself, like, you guys were so comfortable with me being there. Yeah. Because it is like, you know, you know, people like in bathing suits and, you know, it's it's a girl, basically a girls meet up. And this one guy is here. Yeah. You guys were all very comfortable with me being. So that kind of made me feel more comfortable. And like, if you guys aren't worried, then I'm not worried. And well, you're just like one of the girls. I really am. Um, <laughs> so that's why it was like totally comfortable to have you there. And you're just so chill and cool. And you're yeah. not creep. You're not a creep. Like you're not, not creepy. A creeper, no. He, that's one thing about Anthony is he's just so respectful, so nice, so kind. And he's not a creep. And he doesn't do any of that weird, creepy stuff. And no, so I don't. That's I why don't, we welcomed him with open arms. I don't send you weird messages on Instagram. No. I don't. Uh, any of that stuff. I don't. Uh, I don't, you know, as some of the male ambassadors that the WWE are chosen. <laughs> sending... Oh, are we about to spill some tea right oh, now? Oh, I, mean, I might, because who cares at this point? Um, <laughs> right? Uh, I didn't do anything like that and get my ambassadorship uh, taken away from me. So No, um, this man right here is super respectful and nice. You. And after I met him at the beach meetup, we just became fast friends. Yes. And I consider him family. He's, he's one of my best friends, and he's been there for me and my family through some really hard times so i appreciate Same. You, you, you you like family as well yeah. uh you and brian as well and that got to be brian uh your husband we mm-hmm. became friends yep. we have a lot in common mm-hmm. and just yeah just community just keeps growing it's a good time it is chosen it, family is what i say and, and i met a lot of great people through you know when i decided to make my journey public uh, on my page um i got ridiculed by my comedian friends of course but and i still do um, but you know, it was just more of an accountability for myself and like, I didn't know you guys all had separate pages. Like I didn't, I know about that. I just, so that's why I never made a separate page. Oh, right. You yeah. just had your it's comic like, Anthony D and it was everything, which it, was smart. Look now that it, you know, having perspective, don't you think that was smart? Yes and no, because people get annoyed at some of the things I do. So I... But guess what? Who cares what anybody thinks? I don't care anymore. Exactly. You, when I was trying to become an ambassador really bad, like mm-hmm. I, that's what I wanted, I, everything, it bothered me then. Um, but my page has always been me and what I do and my life at the time, whether it be just comedy, comedy and podcasting, weight loss as well, struggling, everything. My page has always just been mirroring what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm a cigar guy, so I post a lot about that, too, because I, I enjoy it. It's something that I enjoy. It's relaxing to me. And that's where I get a lot 
not not so much anymore because if you're there, you you see it. But people used to always be like, "Oh my god, that's so unhealthy. You shouldn't do that." And then I go to their page and they're drinking the liquor store. So I'm like, "Okay, well, <laughs> let's relax <laughs> before we throw in some judgment." You know, it's yeah, seriously. You know, so mm. I really don't you know care anymore. And I think you don't either, really. You, no, I don't you know. care. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody wants. I don't. I never. I'm like, what do you want to see on my page, guys? Because I don't really <laughs> care. I post what I want to post. What is good for me and my journey, my accountability, mm-hmm. my life. It's like my online journal. It's like my life. I love looking at my archive and my highlights, and it brings me so much joy to share my life and to hopefully help and inspire others. And you definitely do that. I mean, that that's why I was drawn to your page because the the honesty. Um, the openness, and that's, I think, what people are looking for, and I, they've always gotten that from you, whether you were talking about WW or anything else. Um, so let's flash back a little bit, because I don't know if people are new to the podcast or know the whole story or everything. Uh, WW, now it's Weight Watchers again, because um, we shouldn't have changed it in the first place. Uh, they used to have an ambassador program, and Kim was a WW ambassador, and that was like a big part of your life at the time, right? Yeah, huge. Yeah. I, it was such an honor to be a WW ambassador. I had, you know, I've lost over 100 pounds with Weight Watchers. Awesome. Thank you. And I have, after ups and downs, I've maintained <laughs> it. I'm back down almost to my lowest. So I'm super proud of that. That's amazing. Eight years later, um, maintaining, which is incredible. And yeah, I was selected as a WW ambassador and it was a big part of my life. It was, it was a great part of my life. You know, I have so much love and respect for Weight Watchers and the community and it was great. So you, you've been doing this eight years, yeah. this journey, eight years, uh, which is absolutely amazing if you think about, you know, how many times people have started and stopped, given up, I know myself included, um, and then in, for eight years you've been fighting and pushing and trying new things yep. and coming out ahead each time. I mean, that's really what yeah. you've been doing. If I can tell my biggest piece of advice to everybody listening to the podcast, it's that make the decision today to never give up again, right? Fall down seven, stand up eight. Whatever you do, just keep going. Do not give up on yourself ever again. And when I walked back into Weight Watchers, May of 2015, I decided that day I was never going to give up again. I was going to weigh in every single week no matter what. I was going to go every single week no matter what. And I was never going to give up. And I stuck to that, and I've still stuck to that eight years later. I've had so many stumbles, but I never gave up, and I'm so proud of that. Yeah, I, it's it's incredible. Um, and I know myself, I've I came out of like the gate like gangbusters, you know, lost 200 pounds, and but then I had um, a setback and fallback. But it's because of I guess like everybody in the community seeing that I never gave up. Mm-hmm. Um. I always, it was always there for me. I, you know, I, I tried to, you know, I did different things too. Like, you know, I would do calorie counting or this and that, but it was always in the back of my head that WW is what, what was working. And um, eventually this last time I came back after um, almost, I call it on track by default because of what happened, um, having to go to the hospital and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, it was like two years of just struggling, of just beating my head against the wall. And, uh, you know, I'm back on track and I'm happy about it. Yeah, well, that was me too. I struggled for two years and I regained almost 50 pounds from slowly gained from 2019 on and then COVID hit, forget about it. 
I was, you know, anxiety, a mess. I turned turned back to food. I, you know, I have binge eating disorder and I gained almost 50 pounds back. So I can absolutely relate to the struggle. And there were some days where I wondered, how did I, how did I even lose weight? Like, you know, I would start off in the morning and I would be like, yeah, okay, I'm doing this. And then by 8 p.m. I'm eating a sleeve of Oreos and I'm like, who was that person? Where did she go? How did I even lose a hundred pounds? Like I didn't know who I was. Uh, I lost that motivation. So I can absolutely relate to that. But the thing we have in common is we both never gave up. Never gave up. Yep. And And I'm so proud of you for never giving up, for always continuing to fight and to be back now. You're doing amazing. I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you very much. It's two nice things she's done today. (laughs) Um, But no, it's true because I, I know the alternative of giving up and like, right. I'm not saying I wasn't on program. I, you know, I wasn't doing really what I was supposed to do, but it was always like, I always every day I tried. No matter how the day ended up, I got up with the intent. Yes. That today was that I was going to do something about it, and I was going to. So if I tracked my breakfast, and then the rest of the day was just yes a free for all. It was always in my head, and um, I even went for the uh, consultation for weight loss surgery. Um, and to me, like it was. It still scared me, you know, because as I was told, you know, um, with my gallbladder, I'm high risk for surgery. That they consider me high risk because of my weight. And I had would have to go for all these sleep studies and this and just it really like made me crazy. Um, but I know I could do this, but I had those same that when you said like, you know, you would say, who is this person that did this? Mm-hmm. I still have that. I mean, I I know. Facebook shows you every day. I know. Aren't those killer? Oh, my God. You're like, ugh. And, and I always tell myself it only takes one good day. It only takes yeah. one good day to get back on track. And you just have to keep trying until it clicks again. You just have to keep going until it clicks again. And then you go back into it. And that's what happened for me. I restarted December 26, 2020. And I was like, I am doing this. Like, I did not come this far to only come this far. I said, I am not going out like that because I started taking pictures with scarves on. I stopped taking selfies. I started wearing all black again. I started hating myself again. And I was like, nope, I have worked way too damn hard to go out like this. And I restarted December 26, 2020. And I gave it my all and it clicked again. And then I was able to lose 40 plus pounds in about a year. So what was the, what was the thing that kind of made that click? Um, was it uh, just being fed up? Was it um, like something new you were doing or was it just like, I, I can't do this anymore? I'll tell you exactly what happened. I went downstairs to do laundry and every time I go downstairs to do laundry, I run up the stairs and, and I, God bless you. <laughs> and I ran up the stairs and I was like, <gasps> and I had to sit down and I was like, Oh my God, I'm out of breath again. I am not, I'm like, this is not okay. And then I went to the doctor every January. I go mm-hmm. for like my yearly physical and I was pre-diabetic again. Oh, okay. And I, it was a punch to the gut after losing a hundred pounds, after feeling my best. Now I'm out of breath. I feel heavy, right? Cause when you lose the weight, cause when you're at your heaviest, you don't realize how heavy, how <laughs> heavy you feel. It's just your normal life. But when you yeah. lose it and then regain it, I felt heavy. I was out of breath and I was pre-diabetic. I was like, nope, mm-mm. I ain't going out like this. And that was the click. And I was like, I am doing this and I am doing it the right way. And from that day on, I mean, that that's the thing too. Like people don't realize when you go to a doctor and you know, they, they 
put those things in front of your face and it's like, well, here it is. And it's like, well, no, it's real. It's, it's, it's probably the most real, you know, as far as like, you know, we can buy bigger clothes and we could tell ourselves different stories. But when a doctor comes in and says, no, here's your blood work. This is, this is it. This is what it. And for me, I used to have stress and anxiety thinking I had all these things wrong with me. And I'm lucky and I knock on wood every day that I didn't have anything wrong with me. I wasn't pre-diabetic. I wasn't, you know. Um, so that was more of a motivation for me too. I'm like, okay, I'm not yet, but if I continue down this path, I'm all, I'm playing with fire. Yep. You know, things are going to start already. You know, your gallbladder, you got a huge stone in it. You got bad acid reflux. You know, there's, okay, maybe you won't have diabetes, but there's other problems that can come. There's ulcers. There's, you know, your esophagus can get like all burnt up exactly because when you're in your 40s like oh the game changes they don't they tell you but you don't believe it. i know and when you're in your 40s it's like damn i gotta get it together because health is wealth when you're in your 20s yeah. you're like eh, it's fine but when you're in your 40s you have got to get it together because you want longevity you want to be around for a long time like my back is out today you know why because it's raining. Because you're old. It's raining. It's just <laughs> raining out. I'm like, why does my knee and my back hurt? I'm like, oh, look outside. It's raining. There, there it is. Yeah. This is like, it's, and that's 40. I mean, when I was in my 20s, I used to eat, I used to eat so bad. I used to eat so bad. And I had energy. I played, like, football with my friends. I wasn't, like, the fastest guy. I wasn't, like, a, I'm not saying I was in shape, but, like, nothing bothered me. I worked on my feet all day. I worked at the deli eight hours. I would, you know, and all these things, it's like, I couldn't. Do when I was getting in shape. It's like it's insane. It's like, <laughs> yep. And then this when I restarted, I did something different. I decided okay. I was not going to weigh myself because the scale was messing with my head. I was going to focus on how I felt. I wanted to eat things that made me feel good, and I wanted to do things that made me feel good. How do you not weigh yourself? I, I, it's you know because somebody who's been WW, WW, there's so much emphasis on it. As much as they tell you it's not, that scale is like the almighty. You walk in, it's like, it's like, oh. And people have scales. And how do you, I mean, I have to get on the scale every day. How do you stop yourself from stepping on a scale? I had to remove the scale from my house. Okay. I had Brian put it in the garage. I measured myself and I said I was going to focus on non-scale victories. Okay. Because the first time I did it, the first time I lost 100 pounds, I was so focused on the numbers. I lost sight of everything else. I wanted to get to Wonderland, which if you don't know what Wonderland is, that's being 199 pounds or lower. Mm. I was like, I got to get to Wonderland. I got to get to Wonderland. And I was so focused on the numbers, I lost sight of everything else. So this time I found joy in the journey again. I focused on when jeans fit me again. I focused on the day I could run up the stairs and not be out of breath again. You yeah. know what I mean? That was like huge for me. I focused on feeling good again at, at, at Zumba and being able to do the whole routine. And, and I focused on so many things that brought me joy. And that really helped fuel me. I remember the, in one of your posts, I don't know why it sticks out, there was a jacket or a coat that you... Yes. And you were so... Because I mean, you were so happy. And yeah. like you see the joy and you're like, that's... That's like they talk about non-scale. That's a non-scale victory. That's why you do this. And it was like the joy in your face. You had this jacket on again. Um, that yeah. to me is what it's all about. You remember the poem? You actually remember? The, I yeah. do remember it. it was, yeah, it was just like you were so happy that this fit. And I, I get that because I have that too with things like. When things fit again or you could do something, it's like, oh, my God, like. Yes. Going on an airplane and not using an, an extender. That was that's awesome. That yep. was the best thing. It's like, no, it's 
spitting. This it's just it. huge things that people who are smaller don't realize. Like when I went somewhere and I couldn't fit in a booth. I had to sit in a chair. You know what I yeah. mean? So now that I could live my life free, I can travel. I can sit in booths. I can sit in stands. I can, you know, move down aisles and not bump into people. It's like all these things that thin people take for granted that they don't even think about. When yep. I walk in a room now, I don't look around and see if I'm the biggest one. Like I was always comparing myself to other people. So it's those things and feeling good. I wake up in the morning and I feel incredible. I jump out of bed. I can't wait to get my day started. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I've ever done that. Uh, <laughs> even, when I was, even when I was down over 200 pounds, I never jumped out of bed and couldn't wait. I'm not a morning person. I'm, He's unpleasant. I am so unpleasant in the morning. I need like, a, I need my coffee. I need like. He's like an old Italian woman, you know, needs his coffee, yeah. needs his everything. Like when, during COVID, when like the two weeks we had to work from home, I was miserable because I enjoyed that 20 minute drive to work. It's just like, get the miserable out of me. I mean, <laughs> or it's still, I mean, it, talk to my coworkers, it's still there, but it was, it's a lot worse. Um, so yeah, I can't, I don't jump out of bed and do things like it's, I have a, you know, my, because I was at my brother's house. I had to watch my niece. I was there at um, 8.30 in the morning. I got to the house, and it was a rough day. I was, like, falling asleep at, like, 4 o'clock. My brother's like, is, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm tired. He goes, you know, I usually like that. And my sister was like, oh, we're going to get to sleep to like, 12 o'clock today. Yes, it's 12 o'clock today. <laughs> sure I can sleep at 12 o'clock. I'm like, well, you made decisions uh, to um, <laughs> not sleep at 12 o'clock. Uh, Nick commented here. He goes, I'm so disgusted with myself eating ice cream and watching the whale. Uh, Nick, I mean, I'm going to be there too. I'm going to watch the whale and have a panic attack and emotional breakdown and probably eat some cake like things. Um, but I, is it, I, he was, we were talking about this today. Nick was saying he was like, he saw pictures of himself and he wasn't happy with them. I said, we're our worst critics. You know, we see pictures of ourselves. We tear ourselves apart. Um, but like, I, that's kind of like what you we're talking about before about like when you enter a room now you don't care it's like i'm here yeah and you own the room yeah it's like and you're not afraid to do anything anymore nothing not a wrestling show i know i went to a wrestling show on saturday and it was so fun and you know i thought about that so it's funny that you brought that up as i was sitting there i was like you know what i never would have done this at my heaviest because i would have been nervous that everybody was looking at me where was i gonna sit you know was there gonna be certain circumstances that i can (laughs) handle my anxiety would have been too much for me but i went and i had like the best time it was great oh it's fun wrestling shows are uh, a good time yeah it was a super good brian looks so happy um i've never seen the man happier Listen, he got to meet some some people. I know, Daddy ass. Yeah, badass Billy Gunn. <laughs> I don't know if you like. Can, can you, like, you do you understand like, how big he was? No. So he was part of D Generation X in the Attitude Era, which was like top. They were like it was Triple H. It was him. It was the Road Dog, X Pac, and and China. And they had they were like. They were like top in WWE at the time. Like it was like he was huge. Wow. Well, he was something to look at. Let me tell you, that man was He's almost 60. He looked incredible. He was nice. He was funny. He talked to the kids. He was yeah. great. He was really great. Uh, yeah, I I never seen him. I haven't. Well, I've seen him wrestle like a, at WWF shows. I haven't seen him in an independent. And I would have loved to have seen that um, because, you know, uh, drops his friend Bull. I met him years ago. Uh, when he was wrestling, he wrestled on a show that Dan Barry was on and same thing. He was a very nice guy. And just, I like watching those careers and I was excited when he got to NXT and 
But these independent shows are so much fun because you're right there and the action's happening right. It was wild. It was definitely wild. It was a good time. So I want to encourage anybody who's listening who struggles with the scale, who weighs themselves. If you get on the scale and it changes your day and it changes your mood and it makes you feel a certain type of way, stop weighing yourself. Take a few weeks and just focus on how you feel. Eat things that make you feel good. Work out, walk because it makes you feel good. Like don't give the scale any more weight, pun intended. Like you are more than a number. Absolutely. And, you know, I I had to tell myself that even when I was very successful, because even though I was down 200 pounds, I was still still very big and I would get discouraged that it was, you know, I'm like, I lost 200 and something pounds. I should be done. Like this is, you know. And I think I got in my head that way, too. And then when other things happened, it just was very easy to snowball and, no, and, I get and go it. down that path. I get it. I'm in this now eight years, and I've still never reached my goal. And you're always adapting. Yep. And changing and doing different things. And that's what I wanted to talk about here also, because um, it's going to tie into myself as well. You started taking Plexus. Yes. Which is gut health products. Um, what do they call supplements? supplements yeah. What they call it. How did you first hear about this and and want to, you know, explore this more? So I have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm-hmm. and that's like a female thing and issues with my cycle and hormones and everything. And I was on a PCOS group on Facebook and somebody said that they took Plexus and it helped them with their hormones because my cycles are all messed up. I know TMI. And I was like, oh, Plexus. I was like, that girl on Instagram that I follow. Okay. Katie. Katie. Mama Katie lady. Oh, so you followed her before then? Yeah, I've been okay. following her since 2015. Really? Yes. I, she was, uh, she did Weight Watchers. Okay. I've known her for years. That's crazy. Followed her for years. And I'm like, Plexus. I'm like, that's that stuff that girl on Instagram takes. Because we weren't friends. We just, you know, were instagram acquaintances you know would come in here and there but didn't talk or anything i was like wow i was like huh i was like i thought that was like some weight loss thing like some quick fix weight loss thing and it absolutely is not it is so much more than that i had no idea how many like body processes that gut health is tied to yeah i found that very quickly (laughs) i know it's like incredible how much is tied so i was like at my rock bottom I had regained the 50 pounds. My cycles are messed up. My anxiety was horrible. My depression was horrible. I was tired. I was out of breath. I My cycles are messed up. And I was like, you know what? Oh, and uh, Plexus Slim, the pink drink, originally was created for type 2 diabetics to balance okay. blood sugar. So when they did that, they realized that, wow, everybody needs blood sugar balance because it's just helps you with so many things like energy and mood and inflammation. Like I have lost so much inflammation in my face and in my body from this stuff. No, so it definitely works. yeah. So I thought it was like a quick fix weight loss thing. And I was like, wow, you mean this is actually, actually supposed to help my hormones and balance my blood sugar because I was pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm giving this a try. And I did, and I was shocked, absolutely shocked. After six weeks, my sugar cravings went away because in your gut, if you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria, the bad bacteria feeds off of sugar. So that's where your sugar cravings come from. When you balance your blood sugar with the pink drink, there's chromium in there, and that that helps with appetite control. And there's prebiotic fiber in there that helps your appetite. Like, it just works so well together, the pink drink and the supplements, to break down the bad bacteria Mm -hmm. and remove it 
And then there's also something called BioCleanse that like gently removes the bad bacteria. It just works so well. And I'm so glad I tried it. And it literally changed my journey and my life. I definitely see that. Just, you know, and then you got involved with becoming an ambassador and uh, and selling the products. And I and I know you for a long time, and I know you don't get behind anything you don't believe in. Because I remember back in the WWE Ambassador days, companies would just send you things. Yes. And you would like to, I'm not, I don't like it. I'm not doing it. I would, yep. you, you never brought a product out in front of the camera unless you, one, used it, believed in it, and thought it could help somebody. Yep. I could never be bought. My integrity is priceless. Mm. I have been offered a lot of money from like weight loss companies that sold pills, sold wraps, and I said, nope. I will never do that because my integrity is priceless. So when I started taking Plexus, it is um, an, an MLM, like multi-level marketing, right? Network marketing. And I was like, I had all these like misconceptions. I was like, oh, that's yeah. not for me. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I, I I don't want to be like, hey, girl, sliding in the DMs. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, that that's not my vibe, you know? So I took these products for 11 months and didn't breathe a word of it on Instagram. No, you didn't. Uh, no, people in my real life knew a couple like of yeah. my best friends and Brian, but I did not breathe the word of it because I didn't want anyone to know I was doing this product that was uh, an MLM. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then in nine months, mm -hmm. taking these products, doing Weight Watchers and following a healthy lifestyle, I reversed my pre-diabetic diagnosis. I my anxiety was better. My depression was better. I literally jump out of bed every single morning, excited to start the day. My um, A1C is now in the normal range. That's awesome. Right? Like, my health is so great. I take a multivitamin. My B12 is good. My vitamin D is, like, amazing. It just has changed my life in so many ways. It's it's crazy. I mean, you know, I can before, younger you take your health for granted. But, like, when you get into, you know, your 40s. And also your mother and your wife, you know, there's yep. not just you yet to think about. Um, exactly. And, you know, I, it's crazy to, to, to think like, you know, we don't do things because we hear those words like mid-level marketing um, or, you know, it's and I don't want to be I don't, I'm not being part of anything like that. And I, listen, I if you didn't do Plexus and talk about it, I probably never would have tried it myself. Yep. Um, because I have those same misconceptions. No, I completely understand. And that's why I did not breathe the word of it for 11 months. But when I re when I saw the medical facts yeah. that I have reversed my pre-diabetes diagnosis and having all these other things, I was like, I love these products so much. I have this platform, you know, I have a mm -hmm. good amount of followers on Instagram. And I was like, why am I not sharing this? I always had that little voice inside my head that say, said, Kim, this could be a thing. Like, this could really be a thing. You love yeah. these products. I did research into network marketing, and I found out it's just another form of marketing, just like influencer marketing, just like, yeah, you know, putting thing. ads in the newspaper. It's just a different form of marketing. It's all legit. It, it, if it was illegal, we wouldn't be able to do it. And I also know if it wasn't on the up and up, you wouldn't have done it. If nah. there was anything that was any kind of shiciness to it, I know you wouldn't have been involved. And, you know, even then, it took me, I'm thick-headed, it took me a while to try it. Um, so I'll tell you my little uh, story with Plexus. So Kim has been telling me about it for a while because you were also worried about my my blood sugar. Yes. You know, I I refuse to go to the doctor because I'm, I'm like Kim's an old, you know, Italian woman, um, very thick-headed. And it took, and I was having problems with my acid reflux in my stomach for probably six months. Like it got really bad towards the end. Like I would, I would throw up in the morning 
from acid reflux. Um, sometimes before I went to bed at night. Wow. Or a dry heave. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you were throwing up that much. It was like a couple times. Sometimes I got, before my gallbladder attack, it was like at least two times a week. Oh, my God. I, and sometimes it wasn't just even throwing up. It was just dry heaving. Yeah. Sorry, TMI again. But like it was, I was just nauseous and I didn't feel good. and I didn't feel right. Didn't stop me from doing what I was doing. Um, and I think I had a, a, a small gallbladder attack mixed with acid reflux of, of before then because I thought I was actually having a heart attack. And I called my friend Tracy Carnazzo, who has talked me through so many different things. And she's like, no, just lay back. And she's like, you're having acid reflux. Just like, you know, relax yourself. And it went away. And I tried that this time and it wasn't going away. So it was wow. like from 11 o'clock at night to 6 o'clock in the morning, I felt like my stomach and my chest was going to explode. Um, and because I'm a 43-year-old man-child, I called my father because I can't do anything by my own. Um, and I said, you know, I was scared, nervous, and, you know, anxiety. And uh, he took me to the emergency room, and that's when they, you know, the tests were coming. It's kind of weird. that It was, like, annoying me that the tests were coming back normal. Because it's like. No, you're like, find something wrong with me, damn it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. So, but then they found the gallbladder thing, and I saw, and, and the hospital's actually thinking about it. I'm like, that plexus stuff, you know, it's supposed to be good for gut health. Let me, and that's why I was asking you questions. Like, is it like acidic? Is it because they were giving me, I was literally looking on the sheet of paper they yes. had. They were giving me the read off of things. Um, and it still took me a while to try it. And um, I did. And I couldn't believe how fast I started feeling better. Uh, as far as my stomach. I, the biggest thing for me was um, super, so before I took Plexus, I had I had a weekend at my brother's house during football playoffs, and I didn't even eat that much, but I woke up the next day nauseous. Um, now, Plexus comes into play, and it was only like a week and a half. Yeah. And it was Super Bowl Sunday, and I ate so much food. A lot of food. I ate like all the fried stuff, all this. And like we were joking around during Super Bowl. My dad's like, he's like, um... He's like, so what time are we going to the emergency room tomorrow? He's like, you know, I saw I'm off, so we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll be a late run to the, you know. And, and I woke up. I didn't have any nausea, nothing. I felt wow. good. I felt, you know, I didn't feel sick. And I really, you know, I'm on medication as well for my acid reflux. But, I mean, I was on medication when I was feeling nauseous. Yeah. So I really have to attribute it to this. And, again, I'm not one to say anything that I don't believe in and and really get behind. I'm very new to this, very new learning about it. But, I mean, just from my experience, it feels awesome. Like, you know, the, yeah. the, well, the drink is awesome, delicious. Like, that's how I start my day. Driving don't to, you look forward to it? I do, driving to work. Cause Me you, too. Because I, I miss, like, fruit punch. And yeah. I miss, like, these drinks. But, you know, driving to work, I have my pink drink, um, even before my coffee. And I, it's good because I get, like, you mix it with water, so I'm getting 20 ounces of water in yes. as well. Um, so I feel better. I'm able to drink my coffee. That's the thing, too. Like, I w didn't have coffee for over a month because it it's got me nauseous. Wow. I'm drinking my coffee again. So if anything... Right? Just for the coffee alone. My coffee. I mean, I'm, you know... Well, I knew that... 
and you know, I never pushed anything no, on you. you. Never I never pushed Plexus. Nope. I never mentioned it to anyone until they mentioned it to me. Unless I like very in a very rare occurrence will I say, "Hey, listen," because I want to help. That's mm-hmm. my heart. That's what sets my heart on fire is helping people. And I knew my bro was struggling so yeah. bad with the acid reflux and his stomach. I'm like, bro. And when he was in the hospital, I was so nervous and just scared about you and. I was just like, bro, I was like, you got to try this. Like I had seen so many success stories and so many good things about acid reflux and, you know, helping digestive issues. And I was like, you got to try this. I was like, you don't have to say a word about it. And he didn't nope. Nope. for the for the first month. I was like, listen, don't say a word about it. I don't care about that. You don't ever have to say a word about it on Instagram. But I just want it to help you because I know it can help you. And it did. And it just makes me so happy. Yeah, it's it was it was it was, you know, because, again, I hurt you know you think of like you know uh mid-level marketing and you know we're taught to think that's like a pyramid scam and this and that blah blah, blah. and it's like no again because kim's doing it that's the thing too if like somebody else had come to me i'm like no and actually somebody did approach me from high school that does something kind of similar and i was like no i appreciate um, that because it's like i know you and i know there's no bs and i know there's no filter and anything it's just here it is and you know, I really decided to try this. And I've been losing consistently. Yes, it's helped your weight loss journey, too. Yeah, I mean, really, the only time I went up significant amount of weight was Super Bowl Sunday, and I earned that and deserved <laughs> it every single pound that I went up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's also... and Because I'm, I'm trying to do it this time a little differently than I did last time. I, you know, I'm just trying to incorporate regular life into weight loss as well. Like, yeah, if I go to my brother's on you Sunday for dinner, I'm going to eat the dinner. And I'll have seconds too, like, you know, and just like, and I'm still, I'm losing and I'm, I'm not as fast as I want. Um, but I shouldn't even say that because it's, it's slow and steady, but I know it'll be more sustainable and I know it'll stay off uh, going this way. I know people on my anonymous stories may not think so, but again, help yourself. Um, <laughs> You're not bitter about that or anything. I, I you know, because you know what it is? Because I can't shake my fist in their face. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, but I got rid of the anonymous messages. They're gone. Good. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to get my engagement up. And that's really what, because I'm, right? I'm shadow banned like crazy on, on Instagram. So that's why I didn't mention this before because I didn't want to just get right into Plexus. But when I restarted, yeah. uh, you know, December 26, 2020 is when I also restarted with Plexus. Okay. And that along with Weight Watchers helped me to lose over 40 pounds and just made me feel amazing. You know, I have binge eating disorder. It helped my sugar cravings. I did not, I would not be able to go to Costco and buy a thing of fresh cookies. I couldn't even bake cookies with my daughter because the sugar would call my name. Now it doesn't call my name. I can buy cookies. I can bake stuff. I don't, I don't think about food all day long like I used to. Like, it just takes your cravings away because your blood sugar is balanced. I don't have that crash in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't snack as much. Yeah, right? Yeah. And it's the fiber in there that helps with that. So I used to, when I would get to work, I'd have my breakfast. And then about, like, 9, 10 o'clock, I'd be eating something again. And then, like, oh, my God, I get to lunch at 12.30. And then, like, I'd have some. But, no, I eat. I don't snack as much. And then when I do, it's when I, I go for something more healthy and um, I'm not trying to, you know, because again, if you're an, a WW um, person and old school WW person, you know about the, the hacks, the, the syrups, the, you know, all these things that we use to, I don't even do that as much anymore. I, I just, you know. Yeah. 
I, I just, I'm not craving it. I'm not, and it's good because I like cake like things. I like, you know, I do like that stuff. That's my jam, cake and cookies. And one thing I mm-hmm. want to point out is I know you've only been on it now about just over a month, right? Yeah. So the biggest, t- the biggest improvement for me is my mental health. So here's something that blew my mind. 90% of serotonin is produced in your gut. Now, okay. serotonin is what makes you feel good, what makes you feel happy. You know, it, it puts you in a good mood. So... By taking Plexus, and this is going to take a couple months for you, but I know you also struggle with anxiety and depression. I do. And it's going to take a couple months because healing at the root takes time. Cell regeneration, you know, takes time. But in a couple months time, you are going to be feeling less anxiety, less depression. And I feel like I have a new lease on life. I flew for the first time last year. I've never done that. I went back to a stadium my anxiety is leaps and bounds better. Every single month, I would have about three days where I didn't want to get out of bed. I would withdraw. Okay. I wouldn't talk to people. And now my depression is better all because I healed my gut. I'm producing the serotonin, and I feel incredible. Yeah, I mean, you could just if you follow, you, you could tell everything you're doing. And there's nothing you don't do. <laughs> like, you know, well, in a good way. That's yeah, like, it was the year of yes. Twenty twenty two was the year of yes. That's a funny. That's, that's a, I wish Ryan Mar was on for that. Um, <laughs> there was that same thing happened. Something happened in twenty twenty two that about the there was a the book of yes or the year yes. But Ryan, I'll tell you the story if he's ever when he's if he's ever on or okay. here. Um, but yes, no, I mean saying yes to things is. It's like it got to be a relief as well too, because like how stressful it is. Like you were saying before, if you were going to places worrying about all these other little things, just be like yes, and then you're committed and you're you're there, and then you're just living your best life. Exactly, my anxiety was crippling. I could not go places. I could not do things. I held myself back so much, and with you know, producing that serotonin, feeling happy. So I'm excited for you because you're going to be feeling that in a couple months' time. You just have to stay consistent and keep taking it. In my own miserable way, I'll be be excited about it. The day this man wakes up in a good mood is the day we know Plexus healed him. Yeah, and also, yeah, we'll also know that there's (laughs) there's pigs are flying and probably the sky's going to fall. I've never woken up in a good mood. Uh, I've been in, well, here's the thing. I will say my moods are better during the day. Okay. I've actually said it at work a couple of times. I'm in a good I'm in a good mood. Like I People, feel like I'm in a good mood. I do you hear this right yeah. now? Wow. I, I've never woken up in one, but Okay, okay. I do feel in a better mood and it's 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 everything I think going into it that I don't feel sick. I don't feel, you know, wow. worn out. Um Bro, I'm not trying to cry on the podcast right now, but like this is amazing. Yeah, I've actually said a couple of times, I don't I'm in a good mood. I don't know why. Like and uh wow. look, don't wrong, I'm still Really? Yeah, I'm still miserable and magical, but uh, as Taylor Swift would say. That makes me so happy. But I do, you know, I've noticed that I'm in better moods. I'll put it that way. Better moods. As a serotonin. Hello. Healthy gut. I mean, it's just, and it's just great because, like, you know, there's a lot, is this everything going into it, like, just feeling better and... Um, Are you sleeping better? Yeah. Because melatonin is also produced in the gut. So that is why you also sleep better when you heal your gut. Well, yeah, I mean, I was sleep. I was having hor- you know, before the whole thing with the hospital, mm-hmm. um, bad acid reflux would keep me up at night and just like, you know, it was hard falling asleep. And then, and I never had that problem. Like I, I could fall asleep on a dime. Like I could like right now just lay my head down and go to sleep. That's how yeah. I, that's, you know, my X-Men power. Um, but you know, just sleeping good at night feels, feels good too. 
Ugh. I am so happy for you. Like, this makes me so happy because you deserve only the best. Thank you. You really do. You are a good person. He is, like, one of the kindest, most supportive, like, humans, and I'm just so happy for you. You deserve all the best. Well, thank you. And I want people to, you know, feel that, too, you know, and, and get involved in this. And again, yes. I'm, I'm not, I would never talk about anything that I'm not doing myself, and I waited a while to do this as well because I... You know, I don't want to feel like I'm pushing a product or anything like that, but I just want people to have the same feeling. And, you know, there's ways of getting past um, the feelings you're having now. If you're having acid reflux or anxiety and things like that, these things do help. And me, I think my thick-headedness brought me to this as well because I don't want to talk to a shrink. I don't want to go to doctors. I don't want to do all these things that, you know, (laughs) you're supposed to do to get better. Um, so I am, this is actually helping. I mean, I probably should do all those things as well. I'm not saying don't do it, but, um, (laughs) I'm feeling a lot better and that's really, I mean, I have to thank you for it. Well, you're welcome. And I know you want that for other people and you want to share that with other people. I do. I do. And there's actually a number of people could text and we're going to get that. Um, I have it memorized if you want me to say. Yeah, okay. So if you do want more information about Plexus, if you just want to explore the idea, find out more information, because we are easy breezy, we are zero pressure, you're going to text the word Anthony to 631-250-6526. And uh, yeah, you'll just see what it's about. And I just encourage people to try it. Uh, You know, I'm 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 not trying to push anything on anybody. I'm just talking from my own experience here. And Kim's own experience and people I know have been doing Plexus and feeling a lot better from it and being successful. And I've gotten to know Katie a little bit um, and just her journey is incredible and what she's doing. Incredible. And and I'm blown away by it. Right? Yeah. Like her transformation, another woman who never gave up. And that's why we bonded so much Yeah, because we do have so much in common. And she also is team never give up. And she has lost a hundred pounds and go follow her at mama Katie lady on Instagram. The last transformation picture today just blew me it was, away. It was incredible. This woman incredible. has worked so hard, dedication, consistency, like, she has changed her life, and I'm just so happy for her and so proud of her. And even uh, Brian it looks great. Yes. He's- My husband's now on Plexus. He's lost 40 pounds. No more headaches. He used to have headaches, migraines. His anxiety is better. Um, his hormones are balanced, better libido. Everything is working, okay? Yeah, that's all I need is a better libido and <laughs> nobody to use it with. Balance the hormones. That's all I need. Uh, Thank you. More more of a reminder that I'm single. That's awesome. (laughs) Ladies, he's available. We have to tell them our joke. So Kim always, you know, when she posts in her stories, whenever we have lunch or anything, we hang out. She goes, he's he's singles, ladies. And he's got a job and a car. That's the two two things. When she tells people that I'm single, I have the job and the car are the the only criteria. Listen, that's important. And he has his own apartment and a podcast studio. Like, what else could you want? It's a very small apartment. My nephews and my niece mock me about it. I like it. Thank you. One episode, one podcast, we should do a a dating show. I want to vet the people. Okay. And I want to find you a good woman. A non-psycho who's going to love you, who's going to just... 
bring joy to your life. Like you deserve that. You are such a good catch. And I tell him all the time, like he really is the total package. Like he's such a nice guy. He's no. funny. He is. He is hilarious. And I, I, he just goes for the wackiest psycho women. <laughs> just... The crazy ones are a lot of fun. So I'm going to oh say. Oh my They're... God. Like, can you please just find a normal woman? I There's none out there. I don't think they think are out there. They're all gone. They left during the pandemic. They all went so, away. So yeah, if you want a man who has his own, his own car and a job and an apartment, <laughs> text the word Anthony to 631-250-6526. Wow. And we'll get you on the on the podcast, and we'll do a dating show. I would I would do that. You know, it's funny that you said that you wanted to vet somebody. So, um, my friends Laura and yes, Steph, I know this story from uh, the Wine Open Matter podcast. That's how Steph met Jordan. Genius! That, I love those ladies. Laura, yeah, uh, she went on there and she used Tinder and Bumble for for Steph and amazing and and. Steph just moved in with the you know with, with Jordan and they're very happy and if you listen to one over matter it's it's they're it's, so cute those they're two. awesome and I know they're having their meetup this weekend and I'm so so mad I can't be there um I told them that I'm just gonna show up one day and that they're not gonna know I'm coming that would be awesome I want to go I love them okay so they have like good energy like good vibes they're can awesome. you feel that yeah um just I got you know and I got I've never met them in person. But just they seem cool as hell. They are. And I, I really wish I was at the meetup this weekend. But um, I told Steph when she was on the podcast last month, I said, I'm just going to show up one day. Just, you know, just walk in. Padow. Comic yeah. Anthony D, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Just walk it in. Um, so I, uh, as Michelle said, I met a, my guy on Plenty of Fish. Oh, OK. That's I've had. I've had no success with. We're like plenty of psychos. <laughs> I've had no success with plenty of fish. I've had no success with Bumble and Tinder. I met one girlfriend off of Bumble, and it didn't last very long. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's been a horrible. Listen, if you are a female who lives on Long Island, it is not going to be it long has to distance. Be long Island. It's okay? got to be Long Island. It has got to. This man cannot do another long distance relationship. No. If you are a woman between the ages of, let's give him the ages. Um, thirty to forty-five. I know. I, 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 well, yeah. I mean, I'll even go a little older. I mean, thirty. I'll do forty-seven. All right, thirty to forty-seven has a job. I, she also needs a job in a car because we're not trying to support nobody. Okay. I can't support. <laughs> <laughs> the job. The job supports me. That's it. Okay, if you're looking for a I man, take you to dinner here now. He's gonna everything. make you laugh. Have a good time. Companionship. <laughs> Hit me up. Kim never gives up. Slide into my DM. Tell me you want to be considered for the Comic Anthony D podcast dating episode, and we will talk. It'd be funny. That would be hilarious. I mean, I've had the worst. um, It's probably my fault, too, though. I mean, I I take blame for it um, on a a bunch of different levels. I'm not the easiest person to get along with. I'm moody. Uh, I can be not pleasant. I mean, a little all, bit. All these things. I mean, I know this about myself. Um, I'm. I can be selfish. I'm so in my thing too. Like I'm in this routine of like I don't have to ask anybody to do anything or consult with anybody. I just do. Like if yeah. I want to go and um. Also, like you know, I tend to you know, not pick the right people. That's, you think? You think? Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you tell me to. To, to hang out with people too, like you know, and then not the right person. All right, oh well, hmm. it's right. the whole long distance thing. You actually said something, at the beginning of it. 
Well, we're not yeah, getting into it. You're like, she's single. Mm, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah mm. um, but we got to find a Long Island gal who I, just wants to yeah. bring and please joy be, please and please be single. Please be single. Yes, you need I'm to not, be single. I'm not getting involved with any more married women Mm-mm. that I don't know about. No, no I married just, women. I saw something today on Facebook. Somebody told me that they were getting divorced, and they're not very, they're not divorced. They're very much. Yeah. Do I know this person? Yes, we'll tell you when this, this goes off. Oh, the tea. Yeah. The tea is piping hot. Um. Yeah, so that's a little, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, please be single. Um. You have to like Star Wars. Well, well we have to deal bro, with, okay. Bro. You have to deal with, to deal with my things. Okay, they don't have to like Star Wars, but they have no. to be open to trying new things. My, my friend Jacob from high school goes, the mistake is L.I., come out west where uh, the chill girls are. And maybe. I mean. <laughs> actually, no. I'm, the west is not where I want to be. No. <laughs> we already went down that road. It's not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's in Vegas, though, so maybe that. Uh, All right. That's maybe. so west. Maybe in Vegas, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean... I mean, she probably already likes 90210. So here's the thing. I have a lot of... I'm, I'm a man-child, basically. I have a lot of... Um, I'm immature. And I like some things that most guys don't or grown-ups like. I just I just ask that you accept that and not put me down for it and not, you know, hold it against me. I do like watching professional wrestling. I do like... Um, 90210. I do like Star Wars. Um, I like Gilmore Girls. Uh, but people ask me, like, my tattoos, like, what does that mean? And I, it was the Luke one. And I had explained to somebody that it was a Gilmore Girls tattoo. Like, why would you get that? Like, See, but I think that's cool. That that sure makes ever. you cool that you like things that are different. Like, there's, there's a woman yeah. out there that is going to appreciate you for you. Yeah, I mean, I, that's... Because uh, you're unique, and I think it's cool. Thank you, and I like I, I smoke cigars, so that's a that's also a. Uh, this is all fine and dandy. It's all fine and dandy. I but, think the woman of your dreams is out there. Okay, you're gonna find her. We're gonna find we'll her see. together, and we're gonna make it happen. Looking for an aunt cheese. Yes, we need an aunt cheese. We need a non psycho who <laughs> loves. Nine hundred two and zero Star yeah. Wars, smoking cigars, and professional wrestling. And, and now I'll come with you guys to the show. And now f- I like wrestling and family oriented. You got to be family oriented. Yes, family oriented for sure. Because I'm with I'm with my brother uh, and my my dad and uh, his their family a lot. So um, that has to be not. It's a non negotiable. Yes, it is. It is a non negotiable. I want to share this story. <clears throat> Do we are we good on time? Yes, we, we, I want to share the story of. You coming to my father-in-law's wake okay. because of how much it meant to me. And I just want to tell your listeners, because you would never share this story yourself. So, unfortunately, my father-in-law passed away <clears throat> in November. And um, we had the wake. And I didn't even know that Anthony was coming. And we're all sitting there. And all of a sudden, someone says, oh, Kim, your friend is here. And I said, who? And... They're like, oh, I don't know his name. He's in there. So he walks out, and I almost started crying when you walked out. I was you like, did, oh, my yeah. God, it's Comic Anthony D. Like, it just meant so much to me and to Brian for you to be there for us. And, like, he sat with me in the back the whole time, and he talked to my family and just made everybody, like, feel comfortable and happy. And he just 
you it meant the world to me and oh. i will never forget that you did that for me like you were there for us when so many other people were not and that is a true friend is somebody who is there for you in your hardest times in your darkest times and you were there for us and i will never forget that so thank you, you guys for that done the same i would yeah yeah so, so I, it was you know i i try to you know as i always say like a better term i do what i can um I, you know, if I saw that it was a night that, I, you know, I was around and um, I've lost a parent. I know how much that sucks. Um, so dealing with that is 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 the capital pits. Um, so I just wanted to show some support and just, you know, my really just, you know, I didn't know how long I was going to stay. But, you know, I was happy that I could, you know, sit with you, make things a little more comfortable and even talk to Brian's family and, and yeah. get to know them. And, that, and everybody nice. like fell in love with him. And we have to, we have to tell them the story about my nephew asking you what kind of car you drive. Okay. <laughs> so we're sitting, we like went outside and we're sitting <laughs> like in couches and I'm like, Oh, this is my friend, Anthony Dean. He's a, co- and he's a comedian. And, 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 and my nephew was so excited, like thinking he's like a celebrity and everything. <laughs> so he's like, Oh my God, you're a comedian. He's like, what kind of car are you? You drive and tell them what you said. I think it's a Honda CRV. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> got a sunroof. I'm like, it's, like, it's just, like it got cruise control. Yeah, cruise control. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking he's gonna have like a Maserati or a Ferrari. He's like, I got a Honda CRV. So it's funny. So but we went to cigar lounge the other night, and we were just talk. Like some of the guys they asked me about comedy and stuff like that, and um, I was kind of explaining like what my life was before the pandemic with comedy and how often I did it and this and that. And one of the guys is like, Yeah, but you made it. I'm like, No, I didn't. Like I'm sitting here with you tonight. I'm not, I didn't, I didn't make it. I said, believe me, if I make it, you'll never see me again. I said, that's the kind of guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and I was like, I picked the two most useless um, professions to try to go into radio and comedy. So, um, no, I didn't make it. And but it's the same thing. Like you know. That was, I forgot he even said that. I mean, that was. That was so funny. And it just meant the world to us. And that's really when you find out who your true friends are is when you're going through the hardest times is who shows up for you. And you showed up for us. And I'll never forget that. That's like my best friend, Nick, who's showed up for me through any, anything I went through. Yeah. Um, From, you know, from the time we were friends in high school to now. Uh, no matter what it was, he's, he's been there, you know, my, through my mom's stuff, breakups, everything. Um, and that's the kind of people that, you know, you, you keep close. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm so lucky that Plexus brought Katie into my life because now she's like my best friend. Like I consider her my sister. Like she is the sister yeah. I have always wanted. And so it's, it's crazy that, you know, it, you think about it, like you followed her for so long. Yeah. And now, you, and now you guys are so close. It's like, you know. It's like, you know, you never know what that thing is that's going to bring you together. I know. It's so wild how yeah. people come out of your life and then come in your, into your life. And I would, it's funny because I would watch her like for years, like she'd be doing like her, you know, walk away the pounds in the living room. And I'm like, wow, this chick is awesome. I really like her because she also is very authentic yes. and shares the good, the bad, the ugly. So I always had like that connection to her where it's like, I could really be friends with this chick. I really like and her. She really, she really cares about you. And I know that firsthand. I found that yeah. very early. Aww. Um, you were going down to, I guess you, you and Brian were going away and she didn't hear from you. She texted you. She didn't hear from you. And she texted me. Wanting to know if you're okay. And I don't, if she didn't want me to share that or not, but anyway, I'm just sharing that because just to show how good of a person she is. And I was like taken back. I'm like, I'm like, well, this came okay. Now, 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 now I was starting to worry too. So that's why I text you as well. Um, and we actually, I guess she texted her and he texted me. We heard from you at the same time, but she was, you know, she's like, I know I'm probably just over, you know, overthinking it, but like, Aww. you know, she was, 
she really does care and she's a, a real friend. And like, you know, the crazy thing about social media and being involved in it as much as we are, you know, sometimes you think people are closer than they are or they are better friends than they are. And I, I've had to deal with this. I know you've dealt with this. Oh yes. Um, that when you meet somebody who's real and you know, real life, like we went out to lunch two weeks ago, right? Was it mm-hmm. two weeks ago? And everybody at the table was people I met through Instagram and who are closer to me now than, than my, some of my, my real friends are. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> people I've known from real life. And it's, it's crazy because even like, like John Arpino, uh, Jarb journey, he lived 10 minutes from my house. Like, you know, and you actually were the one who told me to follow him. Really? Yes. I don't, you know, you know, you had said, Hey, there's this guy. He's, he lost a bunch of weight. Like you did. He's into wrestling. He's like Italian. He's from Long Island. And you're the one who gave me his page first to follow. So I followed him and he never followed me back. I actually wrote him like, Hey man, love your journey. I got this podcast and I didn't even like look at it. I was like, you know, F this guy. And I just unfollowed him. And then he's friends with Gourmet and who I've, and Gormy was like, you should have this kid on your pond. I'm like, ah, I messaged him once. He's like, that. Yeah. I'll tell him. And it'll, and then that's how we we met again. Yeah. But you were actually the first one to talk, which is crazy. I don't think remember about it. that. Yeah. Um, that's so cool. And when I met John, you know, we did the podcast and, and we were talking afterwards. And I said, you know, Gormy, I would love to see Gormy before he moves to California. We took a road trip up to Rhode Island. And that's how really the first time we actually spent together. And like, I was kind of weird because I'm like, I've never like spent longer. I never, you know, I just only talked to this guy on Instagram and this. And uh, that's how Cuzzy came about because I said to Gorman, I'm like, over on there, how many Cuzzies I hear on the way up? <laughs> so I started calling him Cuzzy. And um, yeah, we were been like very close since that trip. You know, we. He's we an awesome try, guy. He is. We try to hang out as much as possible. Um. And yeah, it's just it's it's crazy because it's funny how the world works. Yeah, because I look on my um, Instagram now, and and even people I follow still, and I talk to here and there, but there were people that were closer to me at a certain point um, that aren't now, and you try to rack your brains and like you know what I do, what I mm-hmm. do, but I'm just like I'm not gonna put that effort in if they're not putting that effort in. You and can't. I like their posts by life. I like it, and if I don't like it, I'm not gonna like yeah, it. Yeah. Once just, the once the ambassador program ended, mm-hmm. it feels like. People just took off and saying that the people who I thought were my real friends weren't my real friends, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. Right. Because everybody is in your life for a reason or a season. Yes. And those people were just for a season. And that showed me now how lucky I am to have the friends in my life that I do have. Yeah. And I even look at that like relationships too. like, you know, so my, my ex fiance um, made me do comedy. She made me do comedy. She was like, she pushed me to do it. So, I, yes, I, everything was horrible. I'm not going to sugarcoat what the relationship was. It was a bad relationship. But what I took out of it was, and I said it to her one time, I said, like, I can never really be, you know, fully mad at you because you made me do comedy and it was the best decision I ever made. Um, But again, they're in your life for a reason or a season. And I look at different people in my life as well um, that bring you to a certain point and, you meet them at the right time in your life. and It is pretty cool when you think about it <clears throat> because at the time it's sad, right? Like recently, yeah. well, not recently, last year I lost one of my best friends mm-hmm. that I had for years that I also like would consider a sister and have done anything for. And 
going through it, it was very. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at a comment, Nick. Just okay, <clears throat> going I'll, through I'll it. Um, it was so sad. Like I cried. I never cried over a friend before. I cried over this relationship, yeah. but now looking back, I'm like, wow, she did me a favor. She did me a favor by leaving my life because I have leveled up so much. My friend group, my life, like I, I just have nothing but You'd, gratitude. And yeah. I have to look back and think that, wow. Okay. So that relationship ended for a reason. And now I have literally the best friend and the most incredible life ever. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think, that's absolutely the best way to put it. And also, just being from the outside looking in, that group was not, I think, comfortable with you living your best life and, and, and doing the things you want to do and trying new things. Um, and yeah. there's, a, there's an old saying, crabs in a barrel, that, you know, as soon as one tries to escape, they pull it back down. Yep, because when you change, right, Every people like to put mm -hmm. you in a box, and then when you go out of that box and you change, people can't handle it because... Yeah. It's a reflection on them and what they're not doing. So I re-lost weight. I was successful with sharing plexus. Yep. I was going on all these trips. I was doing things that they weren't doing. Yeah, and I think they, they resent you in, in that aspect. But I was laughing at I wasn't laughing at you. Um so Nick wrote, She gave you comedy, she gave me a kid. Like, you know, because it, <laughs> it is the same you, person. You, you got the better of the of the two. No. <laughs> No, Zoe's awesome. I don't know the kid. I'm just saying, okay. kids are kids are hard. No. Kids are hard. No, uh, Zoe's awesome. She was actually at the, we did the premiere yesterday for Nick's movie, um, The Forest Hills. No, we both got what we wanted out of the situation. I guess that's but, good. Um, and that's the thing too. Like you know, why I think me and Nick are even better friends. Like we got through that. Yeah. Um, and it's just you know, it's just I. Can yeah, never... that's wild. Like the fact, I the fact that you could get through that and get over that is pretty, is pretty, I don't know, speaks to you. And, and I appreciate how forgiving you are. Well, I mean, it wasn't like, well, no one dumped anybody for anybody else. No one stole anybody away. It yeah. was a couple years later. Um, the issues I had with it, I needed time to process it. And what I kept on coming back to was that Nick was there from, for everything. You know, when I kept on going back to like, you know, um, he would always, when my mom was sick, he was really, he was the only one out of my, my friends that would, every day would check on me. He every day checked on me. Even now, like, um, he checks in every day and, and stuff like that. And I remember, like, thinking, like, it's not worth it to not be friends with this person who I consider family. Um, you know, my, my family considers family. He's part of the family. Like, my brother's close with him. My, you know, uh, my dad used to joke around always, like, thank you for marrying her. Like, you know, instead of, you know, instead of him, like, you know, but, like, he's... He's part of the film. My dad's retirement dinner. Nick was there. You know, it was in, it was close family invite only. Nick was there. Um, I love that. And yeah. I have to just say, I was absolutely kidding about I know, I, because I, no disrespect to the kid. It's because you. I know you don't want kids. I don't want kids. And no. that is why I said you got the better of the deal because you don't want kids. We got, yeah. No, I, I don't. I just I don't wanted want to clarify that. No shade to anybody's kid. I like being an uncle. Um, that's the best thing. But again, yes. again, going back to that, like and and. When we reconciled, you know, he said, well, this is, you know, my wife and you going to be around. I said, I'm okay with that. Like it is what it is. And, um, I actually said to her, you know, I can never be mad at you because you brought me to comedy. 
And I don't even look at you now as my ex. I look at you as his wife. And that, well, that's, that's great. It. Yeah, that, that's no, full never, circle right there. And I when ne- you can have that perspective and look back, and like yeah. I look back and I think about the good times. I think about the laughs. I think about how you know certain people were in my life and helped me on my journey. Mm-hmm. And I try to, and that's another thing about. Uh, Katie is she helps me have compassion like she makes me want to be a better person like I I always used to look for the negative and you know um, I wouldn't have compassion and I'd be like hold grudges and I'm I try to see people's hearts now I try to give them the benefit of the doubt and and understand that it's a reflection on them it had nothing to do with me it's nothing I did wrong it's just what they were going through and what they thought was best for themselves absolutely Um, so we do have to wrap this up it's crazy how fast this hour went by. I know. Um, but we are going to do a dating one soon, obviously. A lot to of comments on my Instagram live said you, you definitely need to do that. <laughs> oh, I can't. I got to not even say this right now. Just, <laughs> um, so, Kim, please plug away. Plug everything you want to plug. Let everybody know where to find yes, all the Yes, find me on Instagram at Kim Never Gives Up. Also, if you want to try Plexus. Text the word Anthony to 631-250-2536 and we will send you a text message. We will give you some information. We will talk to you about it and it has changed my life. And one thing I'm going to say about this, um, because I'm a man child, Kim and Katie are holding my hand through this and they're really helping me with this and I appreciate it more than anything because I am like a, a dumb dumb when it comes to a lot of things. And like, I'm like, even just like taking the drink in the morning, I was just very nervous, but like they give you all the information you need, all the help in the world you need. And it, it's, it's, you know, it's just not less stress and just, you know, as I heal everything. So it's, it's super easy. Yeah. It's one drink in the morning with one supplement. And at night you take two supplements. It's like a yeah. two minute regimen and it will change your life but i'm just like i don't get it like what do you mean like you got to do the thing with the thing and the pill and the, you know, that's like <laughs> me like i get like overwhelmed but you know no it's a lot of inform- all the information is there you guys provide all the information and uh give it a try just listen try it you got to lose there's a 60 day money back guarantee so you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain yeah. i was so skeptical and i'm so glad i tried it it's changed my yeah. life and again like you could do any program that you're on it's not uh, taking the place of anything if yep, you're it's pro- not a diet there's no stimulants no. there's no caffeine there's nothing um in there it's all natural plant-based it's incredible just getting rid of the odds that's what we're doing getting rid of the odds <laughs> the odds <laughs> all right everybody kim thank you so much you're welcome for coming on the show and again kim's gonna be back we're gonna do the dating episode which um it scares me but we'll... <laughs> i can't wait all right well thank you kim for for joining us tonight on you're the podcast welcome. thank you for having me no problem i want to thank everybody who joined us on facebook live everybody who's on kim's instagram live and everybody who's listening at home on your podcast listening devices this has been episode 268 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. As always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Uh, also, <laughs> got me on the Instagram live over here. Also available on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. Instagram, five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes, and while you're there, his new band, Demon Scar, 
They got new music dropping, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Also got three songs in the upcoming horror movie, The Forest Hills, starring Edward Furlong. Definitely check that out. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me. It really is that good. Check it out, finsdeli.com. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight. Have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you later.